Welcome Inside the Vault. This is a collection of previously unreleased lessons from eight-figure entrepreneurial mastermind R. John Robbins. And in case you didn't see the warning label, this content can be explicit and is for serious entrepreneurs only. This week, we're sharing the second part of Arjun's lesson about how to use your calendar to become more profitable. He explains why most business owners spend the majority of their time treading water and how you can invest your time more productively. Let's go to the vault. Working with Arjun is like having a shortcut to future you. Every time I can have an opportunity to spend time with Arjun, I try to take it and be a sponge. I thought everyone was crazy. You know, they were running to the front of the stage to see this person. Arjun's wearing his crazy shirt. You know, he drinks tiger blood in the morning just for fun, and he's like breathing down my throat. Sometimes it's terrifying to work with him. It's like he's looking into your soul, but it's, it's growth the whole way. Okay, so calendar. This is a picture of little Johnny. Isn't he cute? He was born on July 25th, 2004. That was 10 and a half years ago. Nine and a half years ago. See, you don't even have to be good at math and you can make millions of dollars. He was born nine and a half years ago. This is little Johnny today. That's his 10th birthday. Little Johnny is pretty pissed off, isn't he? You know who little Johnny is pissed off with? You. Because you're his mom or you're his dad. Little Johnny is pissed off because you're not at his birthday party. Why aren't you at little Johnny's birthday party? No, if it's your kid's birthday party, you damn well not better not be here. That's, that's for real. Skip a quarterly meeting for a birthday party, for your kid's birthday party. You've got to be there for your kids. <coughs> the reason why little Johnny is pissed off because mom or dad wasn't at his birthday party is because the day of his birthday party, there was an emergency at the office. And the emergency that happened at the office is that the paralegal quit with no notice and there were things that had to get filed and there was a deadline. Will you all miss your kid's birthday party if your paralegal quit and you had to get something filed or you're gonna blow a statute of limitations deadline? You'd all do that, right? Is that where the problem happened? No. Now you see the thing is that three months earlier when the paralegal's performance was going down the tubes and the paralegal was giving us bad attitude, little Johnny's mom or dad didn't fire the paralegal and fix the problem. Is that where the cause occurred for little Johnny's disappointment? Huh? Because you see, three months before that, which was six months before little Johnny's birthday, mom or dad um, didn't sit down and document a job description for that paralegal 
and didn't create any policies or checklists for that paralegal to use to do the job so that three months later, which was three months before little Johnny's birthday, we could objectively see this paralegal sucks and is doing an awful job. But since we had no documented policies and systems and procedures, we had no objective criteria to base that on. And the paralegal was so nice, and she's so friendly, and she brought us a little cake for our birthday. And so we overlooked all of this because we didn't, six months earlier, document policies and systems and procedures. Is that where the problem got created? Is that why we missed little Johnny's birthday? Is that, did, the, did the seeds of little Johnny's discontent get sown six months before his birthday? Yeah? Who thinks it happened six months before his birthday? Raise your hand. Well, you see, the reason that we didn't document the policies and systems and procedures is because three months before that, which was a full year before little Johnny's birthday, we're now a year before the birthday, right? Um, little Johnny's mom and dad had to work late. And the reason they had to work late is because they had some crazy clients who had unreasonable expectations. And so they had to work late for a week straight. And by the time they recovered from it, it was now three months later from a week of grueling, agonizing, working late. And so they just didn't have it in them anymore, even though they were trying to do their best to document the policies and systems and procedures. So you see where little Johnny's discontent got sown a year earlier, right? Does everyone recognize that? Raise your hand if you recognize that. No, you're wrong. Because three months before, a year before little Johnny's birthday, the reason, uh, three months before little Johnny's birthday, mom and dad didn't go out and do any marketing. And so three months later, when the crappy clients showed up, they were so strapped for cash that they had to take the that they, that, that they had to take the client, even though they knew it was a bad client, because they were desperate for business because they didn't have a marketing system in place. So three months before, this is a year and three months or a year and a half before little Johnny's birthday, before his 10th birthday, mom and dad didn't do the marketing they, that, they, that they said they were gonna do. And that's why they had to take the clients, which is why they were burned out, which is why they couldn't do the policies and systems and procedures, which is why they couldn't tell that the paralegal sucked, which is why when the paralegal quit with no notice, they were screwed. You see how this works? So this is where the problem started, right? No, you see? I mean, I could go, I could go next door to the property next door, right? <coughs> Causes lead to effects. And when you skip your call with your managing partner and we go apeshit, we know you're causing a problem today that's going to have an effect show up in your life six months or a year later, right? Now there's only four different kinds of activities that you're gonna engage in, in your business, and you could really just say also in your life. Activities that actively move you forward. An example of an activity that actually moves you forward is when you have a sales call with a potential referral source, or when you meet with a potential client and convert them into a paying client, or when you actually 
you let go of the thing and delegate it and don't just think about delegating it? The actual handing off of the thing to the delegation is moving you forward. You follow? The second category in, in yellow is activities that prepares you to move forward. Things that prepare you to move forward are things like documenting policies and systems and procedures. See, the documenting of the policies and the systems and the procedures and the checklists and, and the templates and all that kind of stuff, that doesn't move you forward. That prepares you to move forward. Now, uh, when we ride you, when we chase you down, when we hold you accountable, when your, pan when your managing partner is ranting and raving on the other side of the phone, because you've been hiding out in the documentation of policies and systems and procedures, is because we know that creating policies and systems and procedures, while important, doesn't actually move you forward. It merely prepares you to move forward. You recognize that? And then there's stuff, which is the, the color in black, which is treading water. This is just stuff that's got to get done. It doesn't move you forward. It doesn't move you back. You're just standing still. You're treading water. You're hanging on to the side of the cliff, slowly getting weaker, slowly getting fatigued. Eventually, you'll fall off, right? But for now, you got to hang on. What does that sound like, everyone? Email. Email. Doing the work itself, exactly. Trading dollars for hours, right? You got to do it. At some point, you all. At some point in your growth, you got to just bite the bullet and say, you know what? I got to just trade some dollars for hours because I got to pay the bills. I got to just trade dollars for hours so that I can hire people to help me move the firm forward. But there's stuff that you're doing that's just treading water. And the problem is if you don't realize that this activity is merely treading water and you confuse being busy with being effective, you could pass three years of your life, five years of your life, 20 years of your life, and all you've been doing for 20 years is treading water telling yourself, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, look at me, how busy I am. Look how important I am because I'm so busy but you're not moving forward, and you're not even preparing to move forward, you're just treading water. And the sh we see lawyers do this all the time. This is the life of majority of lawyers. They spend a life of treading water. And then they wonder why they never get anywhere. And then they wonder why they eventually get fatigued and drown. And of course, the last category is things that moves you backwards. Things like doing drugs. <laughs> to make reference to the earlier slide. What are some other examples of things that actually move you backwards? Staying in toxic relationships moves you backwards. They can be personal, they can be toxic relationships with staff. We had a <coughs> we had a designer working for us. Did really great technical design work, but the guy is passive aggressive. And we had to get rid of him because he was like basically trying to turn our team against us. Even though he does great technical work, it's like this guy's toxic. We got to get rid of him. 
he's now uh, a member of Ali's fan club. <laughs> we, we hired someone who turns out knows someone who knows this guy, and he described Ali as that unpleasable woman. <laughs> That's not my experience of Ali. Um, so what are some other examples of some things that move you backwards? What are some other examples of some things? I'm talking about, you can, you know, if you do the job right, she's happy. <laughs> it's getting worse. It's not that kind of meeting yet. That's why we have Saturday Night Unplugged. Thunderdome. Thunderdome. <laughs> the new kind of Thunderdome. <laughs> All right, so things that move you backwards. So what are some examples of some things that you can do in your law firm that move you backwards? One example is tolerating toxic relationships with staff. Yes? Stretching yourself too thin by trying to practice door law to doing all different kinds of practice areas where you're really just making yourself worse and burning yourself out and, and ruining your reputation amongst your referral sources. That actively moves you backwards. Yes? Thing, and also compromises your bar license, uh, doing things like that. Eric? Right, procrastination. Procrastination, uh, it feels like you're treading water because we as attorneys, I'll get to you in a second, because we as attorneys believe in the fairy tale called the status quo, right? So let me just be clear. There is no Easter Bunny. Santa Claus doesn't exist. The Tooth Fairy was actually your mom, okay? And the status quo doesn't exist either. There is no such thing as the status quo. She, yeah, she signed a waiver. Go hit her with a branch. Um, the, the, there is no such thing as the status quo, right? We as attorneys like to, like to pretend like we, you know, we, we have this legal fiction called the status quo, right? We also have a legal fiction, by the way, called a corporation, right? And I'm not suggesting we should do away with the concept of a corporation. I'm just saying we have to be honest with ourselves and recognize it is a legal fiction. So a bunch of people sat around in a coffee shop in England you know this? Do you know this is the history of the corporation? First corporation was like in 1300s. It was a Norwegian corporation. Uh, it was a Norwegian corporation. But where corporations really got active was in a coffee shop in England where people got together and decided that they would join forces to fund ventures, ships, across the Atlantic to the New World to trade goods. And they said, OK, well, we'll put up money, and you'll put up money. This is lawyers of London. This is, where the, this is where the modern corporation came from. Study your history, lawyers. Come on. This is what I do in my spare time. I know it's nerdy, but I like it. Um, in all seriousness, the status quo, it, it feel, the status quo, you feel like you're treading water. But in truth, you're actually doing something that's moving you backwards. Because while you are trying to stand still, the rest of the world is moving on without you. Your kids are getting older without you because you're in the office working till late. 
your uh, other attorneys are entering the market and devising new marketing strategies and marketing systems. Uh, the lawyers who you used to have an edge on them because you were a better lawyer than them, they're coming to programs like this and learning how to get better clients, which challenge them to do better work, which makes them better lawyers. And one day you wake up and they're a better lawyer than you. The world is moving without you when you're pretending to stand still. Sarah? Wasting a lot of time beating yourself up, uh, questioning your previous decisions is a huge way of moving yourself backwards. Now, there's a time and a place to do a strategic after action report. There's a time and a place to, to analyze what went wrong so we can learn how to make it better. Uh, generally speaking, those kinds of conversations are best conducted in the context of a meeting with your managing partner or in a mastermind or some sort of business setting where there's an agenda and someone who can prevent you from just backsliding and beating yourself up too much. But beating yourself up about past mistakes is a huge example of something that moves you backwards. Yes. Other examples? I saw some other hands. Yes? Cutting your fees is a, is a, is a really good way to move yourself backwards. That's a great, that's a great example. Uh, and again, it feels like you're treading water because like, well, I just need to survive. And most lawyers, when they're, treading, when, when they're cutting their fees to try to get a client, they actually can tell themselves, well, look, I'm moving forward. I got a client. I got paid. I'm moving forward. But they don't understand the, the damaging effects that cutting the fee has on the firm and has on the psyche and has on their reputation and strangles the business for the resources that it needs to grow. To, to grow right? Cutting your fees is a really good way of moving yourself backwards. Uh, stress moves you backwards for sure. And I'll tolerating, see stress is an effect though. It's really important that you understand that stress is an effect. Tolerating the things that cause the stress moves you backwards. The stress is just the, 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 the instrument of the disease, is the, the symptom of the disease. We got the point here? So we're going to think in terms of uh, activities that move us forward, activities that prepare us to move forward, activities that merely tread water, and activities, of course, that we need to stop doing because they're actively moving us backwards. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to tune in next week for more lessons from the vault.